BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This Action 3 News weather alert update is brought to you by Exarban ARS Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Partly cloudy skies, a high of 88 today. The weekend, thunderstorms early and then later in the day on Saturday with 83 expected for the high. Sunday, clouds expected with a high of 87. Right now, 70 degrees. Watch Jim Flowers and the weather alert team on Action 3 News. There's no safer place in a storm. Here's your traffic update with Cami Carlisle. Busy traffic out there along 72nd Street lined up either side to get to the interstate. Once you get there, all lanes full for you. I-80 East and westbound 42nd to 72nd. Some brake lights on along the way. You will have to deal with fog again today between Omaha and Lincoln along I-80. Be careful as you head through. The support is brought to you by American Ethanol. If you're concerned about breathing the nasty stuff coming out of all those tailpipes and traffic, then choose clean, burning, non-toxic American Ethanol when you fill up. Visit fixorfuel.com slash Omaha. I'm Cammie Carlisle. That's your traffic update on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Thank you, Cammie. It's 7.08. Here are your news headlines. Police have not yet announced the name of the woman involved in Omaha's most recent homicide. Uh, she was found shot to death at 20th and Pinckney last night. Gunshots were heard just after 8.30. Police and medics found the woman shot at least once inside the home. They pronounced her dead at the scene. Fire crews were also in the area. Someone had reported a house fire just before the shots were heard. And the public address announcer for Husker football is in legal trouble this morning. The 49-year-old Patrick Combs turned himself in at the Lancaster County Jail Thursday morning. He's facing felony charges, including theft and abuse of a vulnerable adult. Prosecutors are accusing him of stealing more than $300,000 from an 88-year-old woman. There's also another affidavit accusing him of uh, similar, uh, similar behavior with a 92-year-old woman. Combs had her the power of attorney. Investigators believe that he used the woman's money to buy cars and make home improvements in Gretna. Right now, he is out on bond. So one of the big attempted, he t- attempted to transfer 1.75, allegedly, attempted to transfer... Uh, $1.75 million earlier this year okay. um, from the woman named Mosier. That's the big account. that, um, and, the, and the money was frozen and not completed after investigators learned of potential financial exploitation. Absolutely. They're saying that people maybe got wise of it and they were going to this woman saying, are you sure you're cool with this arrangement? She was saying all along she was... Yeah, then they then they found um, that she had dementia, and right? they're like, you know, we don't know. You need to have a, a doctor, and then a second doctor's opinion um, conducted a, an examination to see if uh, the, the dementia was at the level that she could make 
yeah. logical decisions. Right. Well, what happens when you when you pass away in that situation? Uh, when you're when you're power attorney dealing with other people's money like that, is that account freezes instantly when you pass away? I've so I wonder if he was trying to kick that money over before. Maybe he saw it coming or something. You know, oh, okay. this whole clear thing it is, out oh, before everything yes. happened. And yeah, she passed out. away yes. in what June? Yeah, and then it, it, immediately that account's frozen, and so you can't. So nobody can start, you know, picking away because, yeah, it, yeah, wow, this is such a sad. I know. So I assume that he's suspended from his duties as announcer. Oh yeah, they already announced oh. his contract was up August first, so they're okay. saying until this thing is cleared, they they put out kind of a terse announcement saying until this is you know rectified. Because I can't yeah, imagine the university no having anything to do with this. They just didn't have to renew his contract. I'm sure it was a yearly, <clears throat> a year, you know, a, a year, year to year, deal. right? So what we need is a new voice. Who's going to be up there? Jeff, Jeff I nominate you. You've I been do there too. for so long. You have I this... nominate Jeff. I do too, people. Let's nominate Jeff. That's a tough the... job, though. I know, but the thing is is that I think the reason why uh, more so that you would fit in this is that you have this incredible memory of names and pronouncing, I mean, I don't, and numbers. Because you, when you do hockey and all that stuff, and you just know your stuff. Well, and your uh, voice from the outside, is fantastic. So. You've got a really good voice. And you can do a gay that. voice. You can do all kinds of voices Do you want me there. to do the gay voice? Yeah. <laughs> the Huskers hire me, and they're like, Jeff, do your quote-unquote gay voice. <laughs> You're like, this is so offensive, but Sorry, all right. for the Huskers. That's no, you only do offensive. it for the other team. <laughs> You only you only t- put on you only put on the fey affectation when you're announcing the other team and, like Iowa and standing up for BYU. Yeah, you're, you're like oh you know, Iowa. You're not supposed to do that. Nope. I mean, there really are sort of rules like you don't bring attention remember, to the, the opponents. Play right? by play guy is kind of a homer. Yeah, yeah. The play by play guy naturally is going to be crazy for his home team. The PA guy. It's okay. supposed to be neutral. Neutral, that's right. That's why always sort of a big voice. Unless and you're doing the Omaha Hearts. At that point, you do the opposite. I know, that's what you that grill was. Em. They were trying to uh, make me break the integrity. <laughs> they're like, like, when I'm you announce the other team, it. you go full on Trump. You call them pigs. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Sir. Do it. I will not sully <laughs> my reputation as a every once in a blue moon fill in PA announcer for the Lancers. Listen, my five dollars in Bronco bucks uh, isn't going lying. to be earned. Sully, I, I went. Duty. I went to a party this year and ran into a couple. I met a couple, never met them before, and they. It turned out that they were huge Lancer fans. Okay, yeah. Season ticket holders for years and years and years. And I said, well, hey, I fill in. I do probably two games, three games a year. Yeah. And they were like, really? They said they went to every game. Okay. They felt like I was making it up. So then I just started calling out my gaffes, all the screw-ups. Oh, really? And they were like, that is you. Well, they remembered that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. No way. Yeah. Getting names wrong. Okay. Uh, I announced the wrong coach <laughs> just ruining, for the Lancers. You're ruining everything. Great. I know, this isn't a good uh, <laughs> Right. You're job not, interview. We're trying to get you a job. <laughs> I announced <laughs> the wrong coach for uh, the Lancers, the home team. Because I bring my own notes. You're yes. talking about my notes, so I brought an old sheet. I remember this. That had the, the coach from like four years ago. It'd be like me doing the first game for the Oscars and going, your head coach today is Bo Pelini. People would be like, what? <laughs> what? It's Mike Yeah, Riley. last year. <laughs> Sorry, yes, yes. I have the wrong script. <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. Yeah. I read whatever's put in front of me.
<laughs> well, it's a bummer deal. Whoa. I mean, well, what bad timing, too, right on the start of the season. Yeah, big, yeah. and a big change-up season. I mean, we've got the new head coach. We're rolling in with BYU and as a home opener. It's good stuff. I couldn't do the gig. I need to drink before a game, so it'd be, it wouldn't work for me. You'd be all liquor I'm telling you, the guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey. uh, this Patrick Combs has been doing it forever. Does yeah. it say how, how far back it goes? No, I'll look into it, but uh, he's been here for a long time. So it's uh, businessman Donald Trump says it's possible he'll run as an independent if he does not win the Republican presidential nomination during the first GOP politic- uh, presidential debate in Cleveland. Trump also wouldn't commit to supporting the eventual Republican nominee if it was not him. All right, so he will be president in his mind no matter what. He's basically like, I'm not going to back. What, if I don't believe in one of you guys, no, I'm not going to throw. Because, I mean, usually the thing is, the gentlemanly, the honorable thing is, is that you, you run a good race, but if the nominee goes to somebody else, you, you stand out. up, you're a trooper, you and endorse. you stand by the party, yeah. and you endorse. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. They're like, ugh. So, well, obviously none of us think he's going to be the president, but he did pretty good last night. Oh, Everyone man. would agree, wouldn't you agree, Molly, that he oh, did yeah. pretty good? And he is productive in the terms of generation of ideas. Yes. He's getting people talking about stuff. Maybe some of it is clownish, but you know, he well, even said it in the debate. You guys wouldn't be talking about immigration if it wasn't for me. You know who they, I was what, disappointed in? And no. I was surprised. I was disappointed in Jeb Bush. I thought he was really flat. He was. And I was surprised because I was like, dude, you're sort of the, you know, I, I mean, I, I feel like he's sort of the shoe in for being one of the leaders of of the of the, yeah. the, the pack right now. And it's like, Okay, if Trump weren't here, it would be your moment to shine. And even with Trump here, I don't know. I just, yeah. I, I, know. I was yeah. really surprised. He made a couple, like, verbal gaffes, which was weird. Like, nothing that was, like, you know, uh, pundit-worthy, but just things where it's like he wasn't, it's like he was phoning it in. It was well, he's, strange. I think it's funny sometimes how some people can lose weight and it's a detriment. I, th- I feel like he's too skinny. <laughs> oh, really? I thought he looked, I mean, I thought he looked healthy. He Who's looked strong. Healthy. Uh, Bush? Bush lost okay. weight. He said he's been doing the paleo yeah. diet, and he lost like 30 uh, pounds. That's yeah, right. he and Christie have been really trying to slim up for... Well, you can tell he's trying to not look like Chris Christie. It's like, remember, people <laughs> hammered Christie last year, the last yeah. time when he didn't run. Christie yeah. looks good now. I mean, he's looking uh, like he's lost a bunch of weight. Yeah, I mean, um, he's slimmed down. Uh, but I, anyway, my my takeaway from it, I mean, Trump showed up. Trump was Trump. But, you know, I mean, he held his own. I thought he did a great yeah, job. And, and by the way, he did have a lot of darts thrown at him uh, by the the mediators or, or whoever the whoever that was. But uh, And people have got to watch out for that when they do that. Because, I mean, in, in the public eye, the, people defend the uh, bullied. And it seemed like they were just, just nailing him. But you know what was interesting, and I thought about this later, it would make sense that he'd be good at that because yes. he's, he is so used to being in the public eye where politicians are a little more insulated. Politicians don't have that sort of panel talk very often. I it's, thought he did they great. They have to like prep for that. They're used to just speeches and, and things. So I, it made sense to me once I watched it. I was like, yeah, he's sort of in his milieu doing this. Like people coming at him and he's like, I don't care. Come at me. Whatever. I got all. I was I waiting for him to out. tell Rand Paul he's fired. Oh, God, he basically fired. did. <laughs> he's like, you're not having a very good night tonight. I was like, oh. He said, you're not hearing me, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's like, he goes, you're not hearing me. You're not You're not having a very good night. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's like, oh, dear. Big but no night. major gaffes. No. Uh-uh. no, I mean, it was, uh, it was surprisingly... Um, it was not a circus, yeah. and it, it was all poised up to be. I thought that, that in spite of the moderators, 
it was professional. The moderators kind of made it a little bit of a joke. Got combative. Yeah, they rolled it out weird. Did you watch when they invited them all out? And they're like, well, this is awkward. I'm like, should you really be saying that? Like, yeah, you're I, supposed to be the yeah, host of I this. I agree. That's the problem with all yes. those debates, that the, that the moderators become a debater. Yeah. yeah, it was awful. I th- I was like, hey, listen, it's about these ten men, like these ten I candidates shut him right up. now. He's like, like, all right, all right, uh, that, that, this is awkward. How? <laughs> yeah, it was well, so weird. Are you guys nervous? Like, who asks that? This isn't this isn't American Idol. We're looking for our next president, not the next Kelly Clarkson. Like, what yeah. do you mean you're nervous? No, these are these are people of power. Like, I would hope that they aren't nervous. And then Jim Bush nodded. I was like, don't nod. Come on, Jim. <laughs> Sure, it's like Barbara's yelling. I just imagine his mom just screaming at a television somewhere, like Jab, (laughs) Jab, Um, Jab. (laughs) I know. So uh, Vladimir Putin, he wants all Western food smuggled into Russia to be destroyed. And Thursday was just it, it was crazy. It was pandemonium. Russia banned most Western food imports last year. It was a retaliation to all the Western sanctions when we were trying to go after them about um, activities in the Ukraine. So they banned products that are still finding their way onto Russian supermarket shelves. So Putin has issued a decree that all banned food be destroyed. They pulled it all, and they like you watch them just bulldozing it. Uh, Russian officials destroyed hundreds of tons of banned Western food. So like cheese from Europe, peaches, pork, bacon. Gosh. People were all upset. Like, well, uh, yeah, people starving. Yeah. Yeah, critics have slammed him, saying, you know, you have people in Russia, veterans, families with a lot of kids, pensioners, the disabled, other needy citizens who hurt as a result of these sanctions. I mean, it's not like Russia has a is known for their bounty of food, and here he was just dumping it, throwing it all in a pile and destroying he, he's it. He's playing to his his audience, which is getting kind of spooky. Is that you know they're oh, trying Cold to play War. to the Cold War sentiments? Yeah, there's Russian. Rank and file people that are starting to get in line with, oh, Americans are bad. Yeah. You know, meddling in their politics in Ukraine and all that kind of stuff. And, so this wasn't just us. It was also like our, our European allies. Okay. I mean, a lot of the stuff that was coming, a lot of the food um, was no from... Cheeses, like the French yeah. cheese. Like all the all the good European cheeses and stuff, the good European like pork and sausage and everything, they threw it all in. To a garbage pit. Ooh. Well, how about this like, deal that's that it's coming out that they hacked the Pentagon? Yes, yeah. that's the other one. Is that uh, earlier this year um, that there were uh, the Pentagon was uh, U.S. officials are blaming Russia for a cyber attack against the Pentagon email system. So military sources are saying that the attack against the Pentagon's Joint Chief unclassified it's unclassified email. So just to be clear, uh, happened um, uh, back in July. May have affected as many as 4,000 military and civilian employees. They're linking it back to Russian hackers. So no classified information was stolen, but it's just it's another way that Russia is sort of poking. Poking, poking, poking. Yep. That is your news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. Thank you, Molly. All right, 721. Your high will be 88 degrees. Tomorrow we got 83 for the high and a 6% chance of some rain uh, going on. So it's going to be on and off. Tomorrow, Sunday, not bad, 87 for the high. It's about 70 degrees right now. This is the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 94.1. On the streets, brought to you by Midtown Crossing, the University of Nebraska at Omaha's end of summer concert.
know I still got a lot of value left in me. Variety. 7.30, your high day going to be about 88 degrees. We have 83 tomorrow, 60% chance of some storms going on throughout the day, and 87 on Sunday, right now 70 degrees. Uh, the final uh, night of uh, The Daily Show was last night. Pretty good, man. Oh, it was I really know. good. I was thinking about that afterwards. I'm like, this is probably the best farewell I've seen in a long time with a, with a goodbye uh, that Jon Stewart did. And I was bummed when he, when he you know, when it ended I was like, well, God, and he still did a good sucks. bit. He did a thing on the BSocracy. Yeah. Did he usually always say the full words? No, I don't know. I was wondering that myself was because that just... I was thinking about it. I was like, wow, he really went full on. And then he turned. He's like, are the kids still in the room? He and you could see somebody nod. And he's like, real well, word, we'll deal that with that later. Real enunciation of BS. Yeah. Like six times in a story on the BSocracy. It was really funny. Yeah. But like he still added in a segment, mm-hmm. which he was always... And so I, I like that because it just showed how he's, how good he was at his craft. When he broke down a story, yeah. Yeah. issue, yes. voting, politics, poverty, whatever, when mm-hmm. he picked a thing, he really always knocked it out of the park. Just like... And that, that delivery cannot be replicated. No, it can't. His staff, I didn't realize his staff was... I'm always oh amazed by the size yeah, of a staff. I mean, John Stewart's their boss. I'm amazed at the size of that staff. Well, he always won Emmys wow. and yep. Golden Globes. And he would get up there every year. They'd get best writing. And he would always remember. He would get emotional at award seals. It's my staff. It's my writers. My staff. My writers. I mean... Just as writers alone is an army. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it's it's a full crew. You they know, did a walkthrough with and, and you know wanted yeah. to think. I mean, when do you see that? It was really funny because it was everybody. a very good fellas. It was you know told in that same way, and then they go into one of the dressing rooms, and it's uh, Martin Scorsese sitting there. He's like, I want to talk to you about your good fellas He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Ah, yeah, like because it's like playing the same music as like when uh, when Henry, it was Hill. Henry Hill's like walking through, and he's like, Oh, you got this going on in the restaurant, and then you go to the thing, and Ray Liotta takes his girlfriend in through the back entrance to the restaurant. Yeah. In Goodfellas. And that's how this was like a, a, a take-up of that, a send-up of that. I, I loved it. I really loved um, when Stephen Colbert came that out. That was fantastic because, uh, you, you know, yeah, go ahead, Molly. I no, I mean, it was just such a neat moment because yeah. it could have been really squishy and, and totally syrupy. It, it basically, it was telling him what a great job he did and that all the people that he created, you know, he's like, you've always told us that we don't need to thank you. Yeah. You know, that we don't owe you anything. And and he's like, I'm here to tell you. He's like, you're wrong. And that's saying something because you're rarely wrong. But you are wrong about that. We do owe you. We owe you, you know, we owe you the fact that... I just thought it was neat that he complimented him, not necessarily about his onstage performance, but the person he was behind the scenes. Yes. The fact that he was a good, like, just basically a good person. Yeah, and then he, he just, he totally painted that perfectly. Uh, uh, like that, because yeah. I didn't. I just I didn't realize John Stewart was that that kind of guy. I mean, my lord, he he doesn't want the credit. He he truly believes in your your talent, mm-hmm. but he gives you the platform to share and and showcase your talent, and doesn't want thanks for that. You know, he just believes in a strong team. 
I thought um, it was really so, neat. I mean, yeah, I definitely. So I thought it was really, you know, well said. And it was funny because, you you know, John Stewart was like, no, no. He could see it coming. He's like, sorry, you got to sit here and, you know, either you can run away and make it painful or sit here and take it. And so, you know, he sat there. It was really. Well, Stewart good. tried to throw it to break. He said, we'll yeah. be right back. And he's like, no, 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 no. And it was weird television because obviously they had told Stephen Colbert that we're not going to throw it to break. Right. That everybody knew but John Stewart. So John Stewart's like, we'll be right back. And a. They don't go to commercial. Yeah. And, and then it's and So then he starts crying like he knew something was going to happen. So there weren't wow. too many like sad moments. It was more of a fun show. Yes. It was. Um, and I'm glad he did, he ended it like that, you know. So, yeah, farewell, John Stewart. Now, who's the, who's the new guy, I'm sorry, uh, coming in? Noah, uh, Noah. Trevor. Trevor. Yeah, Noah. He, Trevor Noah, sorry. Trevor Noah, he came on and he did a little bit where he was measuring stuff. And, yeah. I mean, it was like, you know. A nice little tip of the hat, and he was like, it gave John Stewart an opportunity to say good luck, and without it being schmaltzy. It's going to be mm. completely different, and that's what Comedy Central wants. They said the uh, the uh, head of Comedy Central is like, are we we have sleep this nights? Of course we do, but it is new audience. He's going for millennials. Yes, he's got an interesting sort of outside the United States perspective. He's from South Africa. Yeah, he does. I guess you're right um, there. He's yeah. a fast mover. He um, sort of crushed it in the African continent. A big comedian moved up quickly. And he's got, I mean, he's not afraid of controversy. Okay. He said and tweeted a lot of things that upset people. Well, but he's just saying, he goes, it's going to be a completely different show. And a good show. I'm sure it's going to be a good show, too. So, All right, Cammy, what's going on there, Mama? Last big push of your work week underway. Interstates are heavy and full all the way in. You'll see some brake lights on again today. Southbound 680 heading into the 80 westbound detour. You're lined up along 144th from Q to Industrial and busy traffic along L 120th to 108th Street. This support is brought to you by Generation VE Sigs and Vape Bar, largest selection of e-liquid in Omaha. Your one-stop shop for vapor located north 70 between Dodge and Cass, close to old Chicago. I'm Cammie Carlisle. That's traffic update on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. I think it is. 736. We got uh, celebrities coming up next with Molly. Jennifer Aniston got married this week. Uh, and the Spice Girls are going back on tour. We'll tell you about that coming up next. You're listening to the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 94.1. Summer break is almost over. And You're listening to the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Good morning. 7.43, your high today will reach about 88. Uh, 83 tomorrow, make you some wetness, though, and 87 on Sunday, 70 degrees now. All right, celebrities, Mo? Well, Jennifer Aniston is once again married. She and Justin Thoreau tied the knot in a very secret at-home ceremony on Wednesday. As a matter of fact, the guests of the uh, of the, the the celebration didn't even know that they were going to a wedding. They thought that they were showing up for Justin Thoreau's birthday party, and then surprise! Nuptials. You wonder if uh, Rebecca Rosen. I was just going to ask that. Go because Rebecca Rosen's their bud, uh, the Omaha psychic medium, and she's done readings for both of them. Yeah. And had gone out and hung out at their place with Justin Throw and and yeah, it could have been. I mean, it, it it was seventy people. It sounded like a pretty small ceremony. Yeah, so I don't know if you make that cut. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was a pretty intimate uh, ceremony, and then word is is that the couple 
left the next day for their honeymoon in Bora Bora, which is not too shabby. Um, but yeah, Jennifer Aniston, this is marriage number two for her. She was married to Brad Pitt previously. And then Justin Theroux, I believe this is marriage numero uno. Uh, and there are reports that the Spice Girls will soon announce that they're embarking on a world tour next year. It's the 20th anniversary celebration of the release of their first single, Wannabe. I mean, I guess we can imagine what, like, Backstreet Boy fans are, like the originals, you know, like yes. ladies. But are there, who who are Spice Girl fans? I don't know. Still. Still. You're I right. Mean, maybe back in the day, but who, who is, is that men? Is it girl power? Girl power. It's got to be girl power. Because I was never a, I mean, like, a super, super, super fan. Yeah. Of the Spice Girls. Well, they're just there, I guess. I mean, they had, so, you know, so it's hits. like a 30-year-old woman that hopefully still fits into her her glitter-covered girl power t-shirt. They've all... St- oh, yeah. Like, oh, I thought, thought, thought you were talking about the actual Spice Girls. No, the you're fans. talking about the fans. <laughs> I mean, you said world tour. Yes, world tour. So there's uh, apparently, according to sources, a huge demand for the Spice Girls to get back together. Uh, the get-together... They did have one last summer, but it didn't include uh, Posh Spice. Oh, Posh didn't do it? Well, she's, yeah. like, she's the best one. She's very busy, she says. Busy being David Beckham's wife. Don't you remember when um, Ali G really did have a show in England? Uh-huh. And he interviewed, in their heyday, he interviewed David Beckham and Posh Spice. And he's like, use David Beckham. He's like the greatest football player ever. He's like, so you could have your pick. Of the Spice Girls. Any Spice Girl you could have, you could have her. And uh, Beckham's like, yep. You know, and Posh smiles. And he goes, so you could have the best Spice Girls. So why'd you take Posh? Oh. (laughs) She's like, smile, fading. Let's let's go through the roster. There's Ginger Spice. Posh. Posh. Sporty. Sporty. Scary, which I thought that was so me. Scary Spice. Scary Spice. Because she was tough. She was aggressive. I know, but it's just like scary. So there was Posh, Scary, Ginger, Baby, Sporty. Yeah. What am I forgetting? Is that it? I think you got him. I think I got him. Only four, Uh, right? Melanie Brown is scary. Melanie Chrism is sporty. Yeah. Emma was baby. Jerry Hollowell was... was, uh, Well, Jerry was Ginger. She was... It was Ginger. Victoria Beckham was posh. I always liked... Um, I, I liked Ginger. Yeah, I liked oh. Baby Spice and Posh. You liked Posh? All she did was stand oh. there and look, like, disappointed. But she was oh. the hottest one. Really? I guess. I don't know. Which one's the blonde? Uh, That's Baby. I like Baby. What's up, Baby? <laughs> I liked Baby. Call me Daddy. Like... <laughs> <laughs> So and they all still look good. They look yeah, they all good. look great. Uh, there is word you may not have known this, and I I actually had no idea. But Chris Farley was originally hired to uh, to the, do the voice for Shrek. You know, I know. I it's, it's out there. Uh, the audio of it. Have you? Yeah. I didn't want like to get the sad. screen test. Yeah. 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 You know when they do their uh, sketches, so it's like the rough offs that they do, um, and it it's still Eddie Murphy. As Donkey. Donkey, you crazy. But then it's, uh, instead of Mike Myers, it was Chris Farley originally slated, and then, you know, he died. Um, he actually recorded a lot of the dialogue before he died in 1997, but it wasn't enough, so no, they had to bring in Mike Myers. No offense to Farley, but because we loved Chris Farley, but I don't think it would have been as good. 
It was different. Like, the read was just different. I mean, you would have known it as you would have known it. You know, I mean, it would have been whatever. I thought that Mike Myers did an amazing job. I had no idea that Chris uh, was ever on board to do that. But, um, you know, just recently, uh, a documentary about Chris Farley, I Am Chris Farley, was released. And it's pretty cool. Now, come on. What do you want? I don't have time to set it to music. Oh, this is another one of those onion things. No, this is one of those drop it and leave me alone things. Well, why don't you want to talk about it? Why do you want to talk about it? Why are you answering the question with a question? Why are you asking questions I don't want to answer? Why are you blocking? I'm not blocking. Then why do you have problems expressing your wants? I don't. I want you to shut up. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I guess it would have been fine. No, yeah. I think it sounds I mean, great. It's properly placed. You're really mad at whoever did this to you. No one did anything to me. Yes, yes, yes. Someone hurt you so bad. Someone hurt you many years ago. Leave my parents out of this. Breakthrough. Let's go with that. <laughs> this is family art. I love donkey. Breakthrough. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's uh, the animation so makes it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just hard when you hear it instead of look at it. Because when I was looking at it, it was kind of like, eh, because it's just chalk. I mean, it's it's pencil sketches. Yeah, it's pencil but it, sketches. It, when I'm just listening to it now and not seeing anything, it really sounds believable. I mean, oh, it yeah. sounds very like, yeah, I could have totally rolled out like that. I think Donkey was casted so perfect uh, with oh, uh, Eddie, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, yeah, I mean, such, that is such a good voice. I know. Such a good voice. And uh, speaking of movies, there is word that New Line Cinema is in the process of developing a new nightmare on Elm Street. First, rep- oh I know. God. Really? The remakes. What's with this new uh, Fantastic Five? Fantastic Four is in theaters today. Why do they replace the cat? Like the original's not that old. I got irritated. The guy with fire. Who's the fire storm? It's all, for, it's all new dudes. I do like Kate Mara. Yes. yes. Who I've been saying for a long time was an it girl. Stunning. Uh, yeah. Human Torch is now Johnny Storm. Mister Fantastic is Miles Teller, who's sort of like the it guy. Um, Why did they replace them? I think I know. it's a whole reboot. I mean, they they stripped it down Jeez. and they're doing it, but it's only getting a nine percent wow. on Rotten Tomatoes. I can see why it's not being embraced. Very I, honestly, it's so weird. I it it's a sleeper. Like I have totally forgotten that this was even on the radar. Like I have no, and you know, this is so in the wheelhouse of stuff I like to see. And I was like, oh. Yeah, The Gift, on the other hand, which is the horror movie that's supposed to be opening this weekend, is getting a 92%. The what uh, is it? It's called The Gift. It's the one uh, with Jason Bateman. It's okay. uh, from the people that brought you, uh, well, I can't remember the other It's weird. Old movies. friend shows up, gives him a wedding gift. But there's a past. You've right. seen the trailer? No, it's I haven't oh, seen it yet. It's so, yeah, it's like, you know, the one gift. of those things like, oh, yeah, he was weird. Uh, it was... Do we have any idea who will be in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, like a Freddy Krueger or anybody? No, I haven't heard a uh, lineup. The first uh, Nightmare on Elm Street was released back in 1984, um, and uh, I guess the villain was most recently portrayed in 2010. Remember Jackie Earl Haley came back, and he, they did a, a, a really serious reboot of Elm Street, and he played Freddy Krueger, but I don't know who they're going to have. Who was the first guy that got killed in the original? Johnny Depp? Yeah, uh, uh, he did. He wasn't the first, but he Johnny Depp was in the original. That was his first movie role ever. That was his first audition. Didn't he get murdered pretty quickly? I thought he was he one of the first guys. The, no, no, he's one of the third guys. He gets sucked into the bed. He's oh, around for a right. while. That's right. And it's that was his guy. first movie. Uh huh. That's how old it is. Yep. That's how old the original is. That that was Johnny Depp's first movie. Nineteen eighty four. That was his first movie. It was his first like audition. He was buddies with Nicolas Cage, 
uh, they were uh, buddies because they, they were both into music. Okay. And he's like, yeah, I'm just not being able to book gigs with music. And he's like, well, why don't you just come do some acting stuff? It's totally BS. You just show up and read some lines or whatever. He showed up for the audition for A Nightmare on Elm Street, and uh, the director's daughter was there. And she's like, hire that person. And he said oh, it was really? because his daughter was like, oh, my God, who is this? And he's like, I don't know, some guy named Johnny Depp. He's never been in anything. This is, like, I think his first audition in Hollywood. And that's like, how he got hired. Kill him. Now his nine, teenage girl is like, ugh. A thousand years later, I saw the trailer for Black Mass. He plays Whitey Bulger. Have you guys seen that trailer? Yes, uh-uh. I just saw it and I was going to ask is you guys terrible? about that. Is it terrible? Well, no, it looks like it'll probably be pretty good, but it's just it's funny that Johnny Depp's old enough now to play old people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Molly. Yes, I thought the same thing. I just saw that trailer, and uh, he's an old guy. <laughs> he kind of looks like, like the character he played in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Is it without the hat? You remember yeah. when the hat came oh, up and he was yeah, bald? He bald. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it looks good. Yeah, Whitey Bulger was the real-life character that Jack Nicholson was playing in The Departed. Black Mass. Gonna dip. Okay, is that it, Mo? That's your celebrity news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. All right, Upper 80s today, mid-80s tomorrow, and Upper 80s on Sunday. And a 6% chance of wetness going down on Saturday. (laughs) Bring an umbrella or rubber, whatever you gotta do. What? Rubber boots. Rubber boots, my mine out of the gutter. All right, we got news coming up next. Healthy eating habits. They're saying you got to get started early. We'll tell you about that coming up next. You're listening to the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Right now, at 42 Degrees Pipes and Tobacco, the largest hookah sale ever to take place in Omaha. Hookahs of all sizes, colors, and prices, all on sale right now at both 42 Degrees locations. Imagine over 500 quality hookahs starting at $19.95, including shisha and charcoal. With the best prices, free charcoal and shisha, this hookah sale shouldn't be missed. So for the best selections, hurry on down to both 42 Degrees locations. As always, by your mom's house. Hey, it's summertime. Busy, busy, busy. This is probably the last weekend that a lot of people are celebrating because school starts next week. Well, this is Molly from the Big Party Morning Show to tell you how Centrist Federal Credit Union can help you have a sweeter summer. Even though it's winding up, it's not too late to give Centrist Federal Credit Union a chance. Centrist Federal Credit Union offers a Visa Rewards credit card. They've got access to millions of rewards. You earn points for every purchase. And guess what? No annual fee. How sweet is that? And Centrist is the best destination for debt consolidation loans. You can consolidate high interest rate debt or finance a major purchase and with great rates Centrist has to offer, they can give you more than just a loan. They can give you that sweet peace of mind, not have to worry about all that debt hanging over your head. Centrist Federal Credit Union also is now hiring. They offer several work schedules to meet the needs of busy adults. So if you're interested, go to centristfcu.org and click on career opportunities to apply online. Centrist Federal Credit Union, they've been in business for 80 years, voted Omaha 